0: From the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin,
1: you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us. Um, Before we jump in, you know, I don't do this every week, but I would love if you went over, left a review, left a comment, I listened to all of those. Um, you know, give me some topics sent, sent over to to Steve at teachings.com. What kind of topics do you want to hear? Um, but before we jump into today's topic, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, I've tried them all and this is, uh, not only not only how innovative are, but you know, the workouts and and what 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 I love about Dr. Dish is they give back to the community. If you if you follow them on their face on Facebook, if you follow them on Twitter, they're always giving back to the basketball community. You mentioned Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $450 off. Also go over and check out tchups.com for coaches who want to get better. It is a one stop shop for basketball coaches. It's resources, it's handouts, it's videos, it's one on one calls, it's office hours. It's a coach, it's a it's a it's a resource run by a coach for a coach. It's not not an ex-coach, not someone that's been let go, not someone that's um, coaching part-time. This is what I do. Um, and Teach Hoops helps me keep the bills on. It helps me put up these podcasts, 13 podcasts a week. t Hoops helps me uh, be able to do that. And, and it's a roadmap for you to be successful. And let me help you in this great journey that we call Coaching but let's head off to the podcast. Um, so Coach Anderson, I'm going to have you introduce yourself kind of, um, tell your, you know, your spark note, cliff note version of your, of your history. And then, uh, we'll jump into some of the unique things you guys do in your program.
0: Well, um, I just finished my, I'm from Andale, Kansas. Uh, we're a small four A school in, uh, um, close to Wichita, uh, just finished my 21st year as a head coach. I was 16 years at a school just, uh, North and East of here. And, uh, and then I was, I just finished my fifth year at Andale with a six year, six years as freshman boys coach between. So I've, you know, I think I've been in this game now 31 years or something total with, with everything I've done. And, um, what do you I think the-, the
1: biggest changes you've seen? It's a, it's a side note has nothing oh, to do the, with Oh, you talking.
0: know, I'd say um I'd say being able to work with kids. Um you know, when I first got into it, we couldn't do any we could only two kids could play on a team in the summer. You couldn't work with your kids and now we're we're we you can really build a program now more than when I first started. <laughs> um right. you know, so Um, And then, and, you know, and I've changed a whole bunch too. I, I, uh, I could do a whole deal on my first practice schedules to what I did five years ago. Probably the biggest change for me has been when I took the freshman boys job. Uh, we practice in the morning for 90 minutes and you had to get everything in you had to be done by 7:25 right. and that made me that made me a better coach so
1: and and uh, I tell I tell the young coaches that are listening coach especially we we've all been freshmen if you haven't been a freshman coach you're very unique but you should always work your you should always coach at different levels but one of the things I remember a, a veteran coach told me when I was a freshman coach was he said you're going to have you know, 18 kids or whatever at the freshman level, he says, coach from the center of the court, Steve coach from oh, the, yeah. the court. oh yeah, oh yeah. I go, I don't know what that meant. He, he, well, he goes, I basically had to herd them. Like, it's like, you know, they, you, you want to keep them busy because if they're standing, it's not good, but you want to be, it taught me the, those lower levels taught, made me the coach I am today. Um, along with yeah. some of the mentors I had along the way, but, um, don't don't uh, coach where you are at too is what I'd say to a young coach, you know, coach where you are. Oh, at. I,
0: do, I agree. I've never tried. I've only interviewed for one other job, I think, or two other jobs, right. and that's because somebody called me and I Yeah. I've I never had, I mean, when I took the job at Valley Center, I was planning on being there forever and they fired me and we right. went and, and the six years I had off was good though. It, it really recharged me and you see the game differently. You do. Uh, I think I, I, boys, yeah, but, I think
1: it and I think it's totally different. Like I've I've had waves in my in my coaching too. Like with my son coming up was a different wave. You know, this has given me this whole being off has given me a new like. I think the first two weeks of this quarantine, I was the most relaxed I've been in thirty years Cause I yeah. couldn't I couldn't do anything.
0: Right. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I mean, I I still didn't feel like I I still feel like I'm rested, but I'm not rested. I had shoulder surgery March. I know you did. Yeah. And uh, you know, and then. I've uh, and then we rode up to Kansas City to visit my parents, six feet apart. Right. And so I was in a car for six hours, and now I can hardly get out of bed because my back is. I've been walking, but yeah. it, it's just a pain. But I know. No, I, I don't know cycle, what else. Your
1: cycle's all messed up. That's oh, I there's me. no doubt. There's I mean, no doubt. I went to bed at like two this well, yesterday morning because I was doing stuff. I was doing work and stuff. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's dive into let's dive into what's what's unique about your program. I, people always love. They love learning about building programs. They love about what's unique to programs. Um, I think that's what for the coaches that are listening. Um, and I've said this on podcasts over the last three weeks. There's a lot of stuff out there. You have to pick what's good for you. I call Correct. them golden. I call them golden nuggets. Find those golden nuggets. Um, you know, I I I've I I have a little piece of paper that when I find ooh I've never thought of doing that or. You know, that seems like sure. a unique thing. And that's what I think I love about these. Um, you know, I had one coach tell me that he had the winners run. I go, what do you yeah. mean? He goes, when you can, you do a content. I've never even thought about that. He goes, yeah, well, I, they want to get better to the way he goes. I don't do it early in the season, but I do it later. It's like, wow, that, I'm going to try that. That's great. Yeah. So it's those and golden nuggets. So that's what I'm ha- hoping coach. Sure. Can get golden sure. Nuggets.
0: Well, and you know, I'd say, first of all is now, now that I'm older, I know that you're not going to – there's stuff that you're not going to get done. Um, right. But, you know, I'd say flexible coaching. Um, our gym situation uh, – now, we, we are getting – our new gym will be done, but we've had a shared gym uh, with our middle school. So when we start the season on Mondays and Thursdays, you're either going early in the morning or you're going in the, in the gym that's only about 65 feet long. And we, uh, oh, wow. But it, it, is, it is the correct width. So there's some things you can do. Um, okay. So you, so you've got your half, you've got your half court spacing where you can do some stuff. And, and so I become much more flexible just to give you an example. We got to go after school on the first day of practice. Our boys really don't care because they're still in football. But anyway, right. on the Thursday, we were either going to have to go in the morning or use that small gym. So I decided uh, this year, something that, and, and I think we'll continue to do it is, we hand out all our uniforms on that Thursday, right after school, we sit down and we go over our, we go over our handbook, what it means to be an in Andale Indian, all that. And then we go over for about 45 minutes and do a little bit of install in that small gym, just our half court stuff. Then we can do some full court stuff on that Friday and then have our, you know, kind of our scrimmage on Saturday where you're kind of looking to, looking to see but, um But, that's something that, that we've always, that we've done. And I try to, you know, and I try to look ahead and, and, instead of saying, God, I, why, why don't we have a gym? You figure out how to get more done on different days. Um, the other thing I've become, you know, we have, uh, we have a deal called clinicals that our kids, uh, our, our, kids that want to become nurses. Um, my, my point guard missed eight of our first 17 practices. <laughs> Because she had to go to these clinicals, and actually she she was supposed to miss eight, but they worked with us. and And I said, "Hey, you've been in our program; you know what we're doing." So I've become much more flexible with that. And then I've got a kid, uh, and and you'll see on uh, you'll see her sister on the uh, um on the on the huddle clips. Her sister is in the national javelin program. She was my best player as a sophomore, but uh, she had to miss in the middle of the season, she went to Louisiana the last two years to go down and work with the national javelin program. And she misses, a, she misses about four days. She misses a game, you know, in my early coaching career, I wouldn't let you go out Right. <laughs> and that, and that would, and, I want, I want the best athletes now, if that makes any sense. So no, no, that makes total
1: sense. So yeah. I love the, I love the, um, I was talking to a coach about practice plan. I think it might've been a G league coach and he, he believes that those mental walkthrough things, he always does all that stuff at the beginning of practice. I love that idea too. Yeah. In the sense that that's when you've got, it's like waking up in the morning I'm probably the most focused cause we're doing this in the morning. Sure. The most focused of the day right now or maybe oh, no doubt. The, the day. So I thought that was, I think that's very intriguing. I, I, I think that creative, creative thing always has to to be there. Um, You're right. I think, I think, (laughs) I think age makes you more, in some respects makes you more flexible. It makes me, I've become a more, in some aspects of my life, I've probably become less flexible as I got older. But I think in my coaching, I've gotten more flexible. It was more like, you we, this color shoes and we had to do this. And I think I've gotten much more lax on that. Um, because I'm reading the generation too. I'm trying to read my, my audience. I think that's a big part of it.
0: Oh, no doubt.
1: You know, uh, so, wow. So, okay. So, when, what's the new high school? How many, how many courts and baskets to have a new high oh, school? Oh, it'll,
0: I mean, it's basically, it'll be, it'll have a running track at the top. And, and I mean, it'll be, it'll be big. So, we'll have our, our competition gym that we're playing in right now will become our second gym. Okay. Middle the grade school that I'm at now will have that gym that they've been sharing with us. No, there's I mean they have the big one that they play games in. That's what we usually practice in. Okay. But when they but they have games on Mondays and Thursdays. So anyway, so that so that's an adjustment that we've had to make. And then the other thing we don't go to school Thanksgiving the week of Thanksgiving. That's our second week of practice. So we're able to go longer. And I don't kill them the first week. And then the second week that's when we get a lot more of our shooting in. And you know we go from you know, and we always start our freshmen go from about six to seven We'll practice our lower end sophomores. They'll scrimmage the freshmen till about eight. And then we'll go, you know, eight to, you know, eight to ten thirty uh, uh, with our varsity. And then they right. can stay and get you, shooting in.
1: Do you do that. Do you do your scrimmage the first week.
0: You know, I've done a lot more. Yeah. We'll, we'll scrimmage that first Saturday. Um, See, i I, mean, I'm a whole I got
1: rid of that. It, it was useless to me. I didn't. Well,
0: when I say we scrimmage, it's controlled. But but we're I, I'm a whole part whole guy. I've I've become a lot more I I do everything I can and then that last, we don't play till the third till almost the fourth week cuz of football. Okay. So I time, what man. I do is I really start harping on the fundamentals the week before the first game and make sure that I have everything in and then you know what to work on. So I've I've made those adjustments. Um you know, and I think I talked to you about this when you interviewed me uh, last summer, but the one the one culture thing that we have is we start practice the same way every day. Um and I got this from coach Knight when he was older. He said, "You know, he said if I went back, he said we'd start with shooting every day." And we do our kids our kids all get close to the basket and start doing form shooting. The second they get in the gym, I walk around and talk to them and then we'll yell out, okay, partner shooting uh, or whatever. And then we always in, we try to go faster and faster that first 10 minutes, you know, and we're going to always end with a hand in the face or a competitive shooting drill. But that's how we always start practice. You know, we've thrown in some of the snow Valley box drills and some, uh, some individual, um, we call them dribble outs so they can get their footwork. But during that 10 minutes I'm walking around talking to kids and then I'll blow the whistle and I'll say, okay, dribble outs. And they, you know, and they know what to do. And, and that's how we always start. Um, and then early in the practice, I've, I really like to get a full a competitive drill going early in the practice um, and get up and get them up and down. And then we, of course, do guards forwards. I have a, I have a tremendous uh, forwards coach and, you know I'm not that great a guards coach but she's always asking she goes I need five extra minutes and whatever she right. wants I'll do now we'll sometimes we'll just do breakdowns together but and I told um, I told
1: coaches the first it's like how you start your class every day if you start yeah, your class yeah. I mean it's a, how you start practice is so important yeah
0: and and yeah. another thing that we do um to to mix things up is I like the first day last year of summer we had uh we've got four junior highs that feed into our high school. So I made the rule that no, we had six seniors. So seniors, every senior had to be at a basket. They could have no more than two juniors and a kid from college, a kid from here. Well, they didn't read the practice schedule. So I, I made them do five pushups and then set and right. then read what they were supposed to do and <laughs> they figured it out. But, and, and, but we will do that. We'll switch. We'll say, okay, Hey, we need you guys in these groups today. And, um, it, it just to kind of change it up. Cause you know how it gets in February, everybody comes out and it, you know, they, and our kids, our kids talk a little bit during that. that that's they're, they're coming out of school and it's, it's time for them to unwind. And, and I'm not, I'm not real uh, picky as long as they're getting some shots up. Yeah. Uh, we do, one we
1: do a minute of meditation to start practicing. Well, I
0: don't think that's a bad idea at all. It,
1: I'm telling you, it, 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 the boys, the boys asked for it when I would forget to do it because here's the reason I did it is, and it's hard for me. I'm running for my classroom down. Oh sure. It's um, they asked for it when they said, "Well, when's that we get our minute?" And I, the reason we started is I said, "Leave that part of your life behind." Now you're coming. It's it's literally like a transition, Um, right. You know, otherwise they're in their locker room, they grab the stuff, they come in, they do their warm ups, blah, blah blah. There's no transition and it's right. like this is your minute of and to be honest with you they don't have a lot of silence in their lives like oh
0: there, there's no doubt about that unless they're just tech unless they're just texting look at their phones yeah
1: so so that minute of like close your eyes feel your breathing did am i have one of my assistants do it like the first week or so they kind of almost start freaking out like what is this? And it's like, well, this is what happens when you walk in the woods and you don't have any. Right.
0: And in. I think that's, I think that's tremendous. And it's
1: like, yeah, I love that. I mean, it's, it's something for young coaches to think about. I, I mean, I've only done it for a couple of years and it seems to have been working um, to make that transition a little bit better than, you know, right, and
0: let's go to work. Yeah, and I'll, I'll get to something real quick too. But, uh, you know, Steve Henson talked at a clinic. He's a great shooter for K state. And he's been, he was with long Kruger forever and long, even if they had a practice schedule lawn made sure that everybody was squared away before practice starts. So he'd, he'd go around and that's kind of what we do is we go around and we'll talk to kids if a kid had a, you know, if they weren't shooting the ball well or whatever. So, and I, I don't always put times on early in the year, I'll put times on. Sometimes I'll hide the times of, you know, so they, they don't always know when we're going to get done, but we, we never hold them you know, there'll only be a time where I'll say, okay, hey, you guys owe me 10 minutes because we didn't get, we didn't get this squared away. You'll have a chance to get it back tomorrow. But, um, and I would say the other, the other thing that I've learned um, that we do, you know, we used to do all block practice. I mean, all block practice, you know, hey, for this 30 minutes, we're going to work on defense. And for this, you know, and everything was blocked. And, now we become more random, and I don't even know who I got that from. I might have got it off your podcast, or right. um, you know, Chris Oliver or somebody like that. But um, and I do. Uh, we try to put if we are doing some block practice, we'll put we'll put shooting drills between it. You know, I'll say, okay, yeah. pair up, shoot to ten. Um, all right, thirty-two. You know, three player, three player, two ball, first team to you know, first team to five. And, and we always do the positive conditioning stuff. The winning team gets to do one push-up. The second-place team that gets to the circle and all that gets to do two. And, you know, we always talk about it as, as that. But, um, you know, what I would say is we've always been whole, part, whole. Um, and passing and catching is real big to us. You, I think you asked about what our defensive – you want to talk about defensive philosophy and different things. I think I put that in there. I think your defensive philosophy starts with taking care of the basketball (laughs)
1: and and
0: avoiding pick sixes and two on ones. There's no defense for a pick six. There's no defense for two on one. Now there is a defense for a travel, right? Because you can set your D, but um, probably the only thing that I'm a little bit different about is I did go back this year and do a little bit of three-man weave. Um, and everybody, everybody knocks it, but we did some three-man weave per- perfection drills starting in February. And, right. uh, and I told our kids, I said, if we're going to get better, I said, I'm going to be the passing Nazi and Coach Geist is going to be the rebound Nazi. And I said, and so, and, and I had done these drills earlier, but we do, um, we do three, you know, three-man weave down and back. And if you miss the layup, or there's a fumble the passer and the receiver and I had teams that would that would do this on their own without me saying a word passer and receiver have to grab a ball off the rack and run a lap with a ball over their head right and then they get back in line right and so we do that and we don't do it a whole lot but then we'll go straight into on all hardly ever do we do anything five on zero until the end of the season when we need our legs but we have added defense to everything so, so you know. a couple
1: things, couple, couple of talking points. First of all, um, three man weave. You're right. I we we do less of that than we did 30 years ago. Here's my theory, and this is from the teacher in me more than well. Sure. When you're a basketball coach, you're a teacher. I don't. I mean, so the the new movement is all game based. Yes. yes. Blah blah blah. I hundred percent. So it is similar to how you teach math. You can't only do cooperative group work and not teach them. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's what right. I don't think some of these coaches get, and I and I get it. And and I great, but I right. can't teach them algebra if they can't add. So right. so the game based stuff is fine, right. but that's only a portion of my practice. And I think that's what's getting lost with this. I think the data behind it and making decisions and all that stuff, 100% agree with it. All the data uh, agree with it. But I can't spend an entire practice or run all my practices that way. That's not real. <laughs> that would be like me only doing cooperative teaching in my AP stats class. If I only do cooperative learning, they're not going to learn everything they need. So it's sometimes I got to lecture. Sometimes I have to give them investigative stuff. Sometimes I have to give them group stuff. So I sure. think that's what's being lost here is like i got to be in this camp and then i got to be – so absolutely, three never do it in the game. But you do right.
0: pass and you do – You, you get, have to hit people on the run and catch and learn how to lead. Here's the best – here's probably the best um, explanation I've heard because um, – Chris Oliver had show, Don Showalter on the other day, and I don't know if he listened. I know you're doing but, podcasts all the yeah, time. I, yeah, I, I,
1: I don't tend to listen to bod- basketball podcasts. Right, well, but here's
0: one, that, here's one that I truly believe in because Showalter, we, it, 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 at Snow Valley, we do dribble, pivot, pass. Yep. No defense and all that, and we're working on pivoting, and, and there's, you know, Brian McCormick and some of those guys will say, well, you know, that never happens in a game, blah, 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 And Don said if you – he said, I agree. He said, but you have to start at a basic level. And the word he used is you have to let somebody do a drill where there is no fear of consequences. If you want a kid to use their left hand, you can't just go out and play a game. I've played golf all my life. And if if I'm trying to change my grip, I cannot just go out straight to the golf course and play in a competitive match with somebody because I'm going to try to win. So right. I'm going to go back with what feels right, and right. so so that's what he and what said. It, what it, he, it, and,
1: and I think Chris, I Oliver's coach Oliver's awesome. I think he's awesome. What did he say to that? Does he? I mean, because
0: and that's what he said. He uh, the only thing he does is he starts. He will start a three on three competitive drill, and then he will say, okay, hey, now we need to work on this and then okay. they'll go back and work on it. So he's doing, he's doing he, whole part whole rather than yeah, and and Yeah, and, and and there's nothing wrong with that. I no, mean, no, it, no, but, no, no, but anyway, so that's, so, that's one so, of the and things. And I think that's
1: part of the question of why. This is what I was talking to other coaches. This is the why. Like, I've literally, like, I, I've, I've been experimenting with my practices because I'm not 100% happy with the flow and all these kinds of stuff. And I did something last year, and I don't do it every day, but I run practice like a I run practice like a game, like
0: oh free, sure
1: and, sure and, and, and they love that because they I said we're gonna today we're having a game practice so we've got our warm up which is some of that shooting stuff meditation blah 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 and then we have our first half we play halves first half then we have halftime where we literally will sometimes leave the gym go watch film do some and then come back to the second half then do our post game they love it because it feels like. They're playing quote-unquote. They're not. I mean, that sure, first half, sure. we're still working on the stuff we want to work in. Sure. It's how I'm compartmentalizing it. Right. Um, and they asked for, we playing a game today? we playing a game today? I go, well, no because we got to do some other stuff and we have to do some skill work. We, we need to do some station. We're just, it's not going to work. But um, So I think that's where the, this game-based practice, I think, has been innovative. It's great. I just, I, I worry that a lot of these young coaches are going that way. hundred. It's like, right you're, you're 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 gonna miss stuff if you do that
0: because hey we, we still don't... we still stand across from each other you and I each have a ball and we throw it to each other and it hits my left hand and I slap it into my right hand and I throw it back to you yeah. and we work at the girls level um if you want to be a good zone team you better be able to throw a skip pass and right. we've got to get better at that which well and we footwork is out. one of those yeah things oh, foot, that you gotta... See, that's all I watch is feet
1: you, footwork is like, you, I, I get that, but you got to break footwork down to the minuscule part. Well, like, you can't,
0: you cannot, I'm, pro, I'm, I'm sorry. The, you cannot develop a shooter until you get their feet. Cause their feet, their feet dictate why their elbow goes out and it's all about strength. And so, but we've, idea. but basically um, we have, uh, you know, we, we really stress patch passing and catching, But I have added a lot of the decision training stuff and I'll show you a drill that we came up with a long time ago that actually What percentage of your
1: class you think or class of of your that was a Freudian slip of your um practice is um is game based?
0: Oh, I don't know. probably at least I don't know probably 40 to 50%. I yeah, mean, we've gone to a lot more five on five. Um, you know, w- when we, we have a three on one continuous drill where we're working three on one, you know, and we'll put, you know, we'll do the constraints up. you know, we have a deal we call two line straight layups where we just pass back and forth, go down and shoot a layup. Well, we put defense down there now. And, and uh, it becomes, know. it becomes
1: a mathematical problem for me too. I do a lot of more of it early, but all of a sudden we'll be playing Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday in a week. It's like, oh. great. I, you know, I got, I got to spend at least this 20 minutes getting ready for these teams. Oh, no out. doubt. You know, that in work on situations and stuff like that. I, so that's where it gets cramped a little bit. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying this. Um, make sure if you want to hear more, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. And if you want to hear other podcasts, go over and check out High School Hoops and Teacher Side Gig by Coach Collins. And subscribe, like, review all of them. Five-star reviews would be nice. Have a great day.